0: I missed you. I missed you so much from last week.
1: I know it's it's so nice to see you every week to be honest. So okay I wanted to bring this forward and I think a lot of our listeners might connect with this because I think it's something we think about a lot. What is it? Two weeks like the past week I had two separate conversations with two mamas who I love and admire and to me they are wonderful and creative and 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 so caring about their families and just are just like amazing people good-hearted the whole thing and they were both sharing how we are in a space where we are in a time where we have more space it's mm-hmm. we've been home for eight years yeah. mostly focused on our family that's what we want to do that's where we have poured all of our time and energy and talent and now we find ourselves with a little bit more space because the kids are older, the kids are older. Mm-hmm. They're in school full time and whatnot. And we've cr- and we've found a rhythm and we found like what works for us, right? I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm so wow. sorry. Wow, so wow. 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 So
1: sorry. So sorry. Okay. After
0: a year into the episode, oh I still my, did not to turn off oh her phone. Oh my God.
1: Just, what am I <laughs> thinking? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where was I? Okay. Two conversations last week with two different mamas, and again, just women that I'm inspired by, and and um, it, it's like this concept of like. Where do we go from here? Mm. We've been home for almost a decade. We still have a lot of creative juices. We still have a lot we want to do, but like we don't know how to do it. We we don't we don't, we don't know. We don't mm. know. The 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 next step is very it's it's blurry. Mm. We don't know what where to start, what to do. And so I was like I am with the most I am like with somebody who can really give us some direction, and that's you. Oh, you thanks. are here today to tell us <laughs> To tell like this category of mothers who have been home, who have chosen to stay home, but now have the space and the time to think about maybe starting a small business, having a side hustle. Like one of the mamas I know already wrote a children's book Mm. based on things that she's noticed, things that happen with her children. And it's already written. And but she's not going to publish it. She's like, no, it's just like a thing. I'm not. No, it's like silly. I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, no, no, no. This book needs to like come to life. Right. More people need to read this book. I have another mama who created like a botanical like lotion, oil thing that cures everything. I'm so sorry. Just like you put it on like like the kids' boo-boos and it feels really good and it like helps heal. And they just created these things in their homes. I have my sister is somebody who makes homemade sauces and breads and then like sells them. I mean, she's like a couple steps ahead of us. But, you know, there is like a population of us who mm-hmm. like have energy and want to do something exciting, but we don't know where to start. Yeah. So will you give us some tips? Will you help us start? Will you help us kind of?
0: Get yeah, I hurdle? love that. This is one of my favorite topics, as you know. Um, first of all, I think we live in a time, people have to understand, we live in such a different time now where you could create anything out of nothing. You could create something out of nothing. You could literally start your own business. Tomorrow. Today. It's not like. You know. A decade ago. Where. Women. If you haven't been in the workforce. You're screwed. Because. <laughs> you just can't get a job now. Yeah. No. It, was, it
1: really was like
0: that. It was like that. Yeah. And I understand. If you are looking to go into a specific field that requires certain skills and development then that might be a little harder but I'm talking about starting your own business and I'm assuming that's what you're talking about as well I'm
1: talking about starting I'm not talking like somebody wants to go back to corporate or anything like that I'm talking about women who have the space to become entrepreneurs and start a small business
0: and I think going before I go into kind of like my three tips and steps I think it's it's okay to say that It's normal to feel fearful like your friends that have published, or not even published, but have written kids' books. Or just have
1: an idea for something. Yeah. Yes.
0: And the fact that they have this great idea, but they don't do anything about it, it's a fear that's crippling them, right? Because they don't know how people are going to react to it. They don't know if it's going to be a waste of time, if people are going to kind of question them as mothers. Like they've been a mother for so long and now they're trying to start a business. Who are they <laughs> to start a business, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's all part of it. And I think that's kind of like that imposter syndrome that all of us go through. So I just want to normalize that first and you. know that that is part of the process and it's healthy to go through that. The difference of people that actually do something about it versus not are the people that actually win, right? right. The people that are just trying to, are... are that are going to listen to those thoughts and actually not do anything about it, you get nothing out of it, right? So I'm talking about actually just pushing forward from those fearful thoughts. I think that's the very first step is that…
1: But how, 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 how do you do that?
0: Okay, so let's let's start off with my first tip, which is the most simple of questions that you have to ask yourself. And I think once you have a really good grasp on what gets you excited… And what is this kind of... If there was no limits and you could ask yourself, what would this shiny object be? What is this big picture? Like what gets you excited? Like what is in your heart of hearts that would just make you so happy when you get up, right? It doesn't have to be the final result. But if you're just like, I would, it would make me so happy to have my own business, a small business where I have like a few employees and I could go to an office or I could work on this passion project Whatever it is. So I think that's a yeah. very first question that is going to help you push through your fear, right? Mm. Because your excitement level has to be up there. Your, mm. your passion has to be up there. And you have to wake up feeling excited. Okay. I think there's a difference between anxiety and excitement. I think they kind of appear the same way because I think when you're anxious, you… There's The underlying fact is that you're excited about something, but you're extremely fearful, right? Okay. So it's giving you a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. But if you are more excited about it, but you're a little squirmish, that means there's a little bit of anxiety, but there's more excitement about it, right? So you have to kind of see and justify. Because if something gives you too much anxiety… Maybe maybe, it's not worth it, right? Mm. Even though you had this idea, but like this anxiety is completely just taking over your life. Then maybe it's just a hobby on this side. Maybe (laughs) it's just something that you do on this side and it brings you joy. Which is totally okay too. I think I also want to normalize that you don't have to make all of your passions into businesses. Because I think that takes away sometimes the joy of it. And that takes away… The passion of it, right?
1: such a good distinction. You don't have to make all of your hobbies a business.
0: You don't. I think a lot, like, society has made it feel like you have to. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. But you don't have to.
1: Okay. Because you're saying, like, it should be a combination of business savvy and passion. It can't just all be passion. Is that what you mean? No. Like, for example, if you have an idea, but it's, like, not going to be, like, like productive or profitable? Or, like, what do you mean? For example,
0: like… He's not a parent, but I work with him a lot. Timmy, who's my videographer. Mm -hmm. He is one of the most talented, incredible painters I've ever seen in my life. uh Ever. Mm -hmm. He posts some on his Instagram. I'm like, Timmy, what are you still doing? Like (laughs) creating videos. You're great at videos, but your paintings are on a whole different level. Like I've never seen before. And he was like, well, it's my hobby and I want it to be a Mm -hmm. hobby forever. Like I don't want it to become a business then I have to do it like I want to be able to do something go to something where I enjoy it because he understands that for him if he creates us into a business then the enjoyment not, might not be as strong anymore I see. right mm. so you ha- I think you have to figure that out right yeah. so maybe your mom friend who writes storybooks maybe that's just for her because that just bring, gives her the creativity that she needs yeah. right but but if the idea of becoming a really well-renowned storyteller or a book writer gets her excited, mm. then it might be a good idea to think about making it into a business.
1: Ding, 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 ding. Got it. I think I understand the difference.
0: Okay, yeah. good. So I think… That's the first step. That's the right. first step is what gets you excited. If the actual like hobby in itself just that alone gets you excited, you have to really think about like, is this worth creating it into a business, right? Because I'm here to tell you that once you create something into a business, it's a whole different thing versus it actually being just pleasure at that point. Right. So yeah, think about what gets you really excited in the morning and start there. I think that's the very first step.
1: I love that. I love that because then when it does eventually become a business and like you're saying it becomes tedious and like maybe it's not doing as well. You can go back to this moment, yes. right? You can go back to like, why did I start this business? It's because there's something important there's something special. There's something that drove you to make it into the business. And so if you can go back to that, it will kind of keep you moving forward. Yeah.
0: Okay. And like for you, like yeah. let's start off with you. Like mm-hmm. why why did you I mean you're technically working now. Yeah. Right. You're yes. You're... I'm a podcaster. Yeah, podcaster. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. sexy. But what got you excited about this?
1: Yes. It's funny that you asked me that because we are going to be reaching our one-year mark pretty soon. Yeah. So I w- I was, I've been reflecting on that. And so when you first asked me, when we first had that very flippant conversation to me, and it was such a casual conversation, honestly, initially, I was like, I'm going to get to spend time with Chris. Mm. And I think that's enough for right now because... I don't get to see you. You are very busy. And I don't get to connect with you unless you make it about work. (laughs) (laughs) Because, hi, you don't have a lot of time. So initially, I was like, okay, why am I doing this? Because I'm not like a parenting expert per se. Like, I've done the thing and I have something to say about it. But I'm not a pediatrician. I'm not a psychologist. You know, but I'm like, the first thing is I'm going to get to spend time with a friend who I haven't seen in so long. I, we're going to need a years to catch up. catch up. And so that was really the first thing. And every week that I see you or we, we're like preparing for this, I get so excited and I'm so happy. And I feel, that's so fulfilling to me because I'm a very relationship yes. oriented person. I'm not like a, I don't know, other things don't really excite me. Relationships do excite me. I'm a mm. person person. And so that was really, that was really, I think in the moment was what I were really like, like you said, made me excited to do it.
0: Oh, that, that really means so much to me. And It's true. I mean, I, I'm so touched by that. I want to go give you a big hug.
1: Oh, you can later. And then, and for me, as like coming from somebody who used to sing and act, it's like another medium to tell stories and to become a better writer, which to me has become yeah. something that like I want to like skill set that I want to develop.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like the ability to still... Tell stories, stay creative. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important part of you. It is, right? It is. And so having the platform to be able to do so, yeah. you know, felt natural and yeah, yeah. And,
1: and with parenting, because I do the whole like parent-child development and relationship is is all I care to talk about yeah. ever, to be completely honest. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, care to talk about anything else. It's weird. Right. Like, I don't really care to talk much about politics or fashion. Like, mo- like even movies at some level, yes, but I love to talk about parent-child development Aww. and, like, relationship. Yeah, That's I amazing. do love that. And I do gravitate to books and, like, all of that.
0: Well, so that that was your kind of why and your excitement yeah. and it just made a lot of sense that was your passion but also being able to share it yeah. on a platform got you equally as excited yes. as well so yeah that's the first step which is like what it what gets you excited what gets you up in the morning i think that's a very first step mm. i would say the next thing and these are very easy tangible things like i'm not here to give you like a master class of like how to start a business right but this is just to get you guys going and moving I think the next thing is setting up your community. And what I mean by community is you need people around you that will support you on this endeavor. Because obviously you have your mom community. You've been a mom for the past, I don't know, five to ten years at this point. Or maybe not. Maybe like two years if you decide, if you're a new mom and you decide to start a new business. But just like a parenting community, you need a community of women or people in general that will support you and push you through on this new endeavor, right? Because one, it hasn't been your priority to start a business. And two, you might not necessarily know what you're doing at this point. And you might need some motivation along the way. And so I call this kind of like your support group. It could include people that are in your industry. It doesn't have to be a lot. Maybe you don't know many. But that's what the internet's for. We live in a generation now where you could contact literally anybody and just hit them up on Instagram, LinkedIn, or whatever it is. Ask for advice, ask for help, and build a support group that you could actually count on. And also, it doesn't happen in your industry. It could be other people, other women that are building Something completely different, but are in that building stage, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think when you're in that building stage, you need kind of that dose of motivation to see other people doing it. Other moms that are juggling their mom life or whatever it is that they're doing to make this happen. For instance, I have a friend who has had this idea of a really brilliant kid idea. And she's a she's already a working mom, though. So she she's a lawyer. She has Three kids. She's already super busy. But we see each other at the the barn once a week. And that is our chance to kind of like catch up. But also her to talk about her business with me. And I'm happy to do so because I want to help her. I want to see her succeed. But I think it's a way for her to feel motivated. Mm-hmm. To kind of keep on track with what she wants to build. Because it's easy when you don't have people around you to push you to kind of like feel discouraged. Yeah. yeah, Not just discouraged but lazy too. It's just kind of like, I could do it next week. Uh, No, it's like, you know, next month is a less busier month. You know?
1: Oh, give yourself those kind of goals maybe.
0: Yeah. So I think community first. I think community of other people that are in the industry or other moms that are also trying to start new businesses and having like maybe a weekly, bi-weekly phone call, meetup, uh, just check to in. check in. And it's nothing more than just being able to be encouraged by one another. I, I think that's so, so important. Even for myself, I have a group, of, a very small group of working mom friends that are obviously very hard to to see. But we're all kind of like in this group chat. And we're always like chatting here and there. You know, if we need anything from the kids, if one person's at, back in L.A., You know, if we could catch up, if not, it's fine. We're all working. We're all kind of in different countries all the time. But we always kind of have, we have that community together just because it's encouraging to know that like, because I feel guilty too sometimes. Like, God, I'm leaving the country again and the kids are with their dad and I have this business to build. And there's so much guilt and weight on that, Mm -hmm. that when I see other women doing it as well, it encourages me even at my level, Mm -hmm. right? So I think having community is really, really important. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the next one and probably the last one is creating a fake timeline. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: And a fake timeline mainly because as I mentioned earlier is that no one's giving you uh, a deadline to finish this. This is all on you. Right. right? Yeah. And when it's all on you, usually if you don't put deadlines, it won't happen at all. So I always start off with like, okay, the big picture… Like, I want to publish this book in the next two years. Yeah. Okay? Let's say that. Two years is a long time <laughs> yeah. for you to just say that and hopefully something will happen in between.
1: In the two years, I, I would come up with like 50 other ideas
0: too. Exactly. So distracted. So from there, then you kind of scale smaller. Okay. So within two years, I'm going to publish a book. But okay, within that two years what am I going to do? And then kind of scale it to, okay, in a year and a half, I am going to have a, I don't know, X amount of followers on Instagram to build up this excitement, right? That's in a year and a half. And kind of work backwards. And then within a year, I'm going to have this book ready and uh, have my publishers on board. So I have a year to figure this out, right? And then after a year, let's say six months okay within six months I want to completely finish this book with the I don't know the writing the the drawings the uh, everything so yeah. you're kind of going working backwards from mm-hmm. like the big picture to all the way up until what the can I do things. in the next month mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so that's how I oh that's actually how I built Boomo is that I have this Grand idea, mm-hmm. and to be honest, when I thought of that grand idea, it would cripple me because it's such a big idea. I'm like, how the heck am I going to build a childcare company at you mm-hmm. know, yeah, in these big locations? Mm-hmm. I don't one, I don't have the funds. Two, I've never ran a childcare company before. I'm in fashion. Who am I to do this? Mm-hmm. Three, I don't have the time. So it's like I had to have like these big milestones, and then also pull it back with these smaller milestones Mm -hmm. to build up to those big milestones Mm -hmm. and i think once you take those initial small steps um then it's not that bad it's not as scary but it's always like when you have this big idea and you don't have the small steps to follow through then it just feels like too big and you don't know where to start right yeah and so, so maybe
1: the starting point too is just to take this, is have the big picture if you have it, but if not, really focus on the small things that you can do right
0: now. Absolutely, and get those off your to-do list. I always but say, what What is it that you can do right now? Yeah, right now. Like, obviously, you can't publish the book right now. You need a publisher, or you need to like figure out how to self-publish or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But what can you do right now? Oh, you could. Build relationships with the library people, the library in your people. neighborhood. Yeah. You could talk to your school about it. Yeah. You could read it to your kids yeah. and their friends and their you could give the book to their moms. Right. You could also talk to influencers on Instagram and see if you could gift them this mm-hmm. book. Actually, this is I don't know who this author is, and I, I feel so horrible saying this. But she sent me two books. And they are specifically about a Korean-American girl. Her mm-hmm. name is Nari. And I know she's self-published because they, are, they look like self-published books. But the books are so good. Mm-hmm. She came out with a new book that she just sent over. And I will link it somewhere, guys. I'm, and if you're the author, I'm so sorry. I don't remember the name. But the books are really good. It's about… I think… I think I forgot what it's called. But I think it's something about… Uh, words matter mm-hmm. but it's about oh I should actually give it to you to yeah, read to Sophia because it's about someone saying go back to your country oh, to a, a Korean American girl mm. at her school and how it made her feel mm. and how words hurt but it also could be a very powerful tool and this is a self-published book and they're so good and I honestly don't know how she got a hold of my address she probably reached out to my team because mm-hmm. I don't really give out my address and she probably pitched herself and like my team probably thought it was a great book for my kids to have so and now I you're have, talking about it on the and podcast. Now i'm talking about on the right. podcast so I mean, you don't
1: remember the name but you will link it because it will that's important it.
0: yes yeah. and so this is just a small example of i'm assuming a mom yeah. a korean-american mom who had this book idea
1: mm-hmm.
0: um that probably doesn't have a ton of money to like be able to Like a huge marketing campaign, sure. yeah. But just like gifted it to some influencers. And now I'm talking about it on the podcast. I'm going to link it down below somewhere. Probably put it on my stories. And so that is an example of what can you do right now? Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't have the funds. You don't have the network. You don't have any of that. But that is the power of the internet, right? Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that, Chris. Because like you said earlier in the episode
1: this is like a whole new world right now. Yeah. Right? Like back in the day, if you stayed home, it was going to be pretty hard for you to go back to corporate, even start a small business because you haven't been working. So you don't have now the money to start something or you have to take a big loan and things like that, right? So the internet has become a bit of an equalizer. And so talk to us a little bit about this concept of women really truly being able to start over to find a new hobby that maybe will they can turn it into a business and have some financial independence and really stand on their own two feet. Like that's, I think that's inspiring. I think that motivates a lot of us.
0: I mean, the internet changed the game 1000% for small businesses Mm -hmm. um, because now you don't even need a third party. You don't need someone to distribute your product. You are the distributor. You have access directly to the consumer that needs your product. And so before when you had a product, then you had to build relationships with these huge mega companies, which can be hard because if you don't have access to them, then your products probably won't be seen. Um, And I'm talking about, you know, I don't know, like if you have a big product, like the Bye Bye Babies, the Toys R Us. I mean, I don't think they're in business anymore, but like uh, the Targets, the Walmarts. And those are huge conglomerates that a lot of people don't have access to, right? But now with the internet, you are the distributor. You have full autonomy of who gets to see your product and who you want to market to. You could put ad dollars behind the type of person that you want to market to. Of course, it's easier said than done. Of course, there is some strategy behind it, but you can learn all of that online, right? So the kids have been really getting into the arts and crafts, which I love and I want to embrace. But at the same time, that means lots of messes but I have been using something called Yipes Wipes and it is a kid's face and hand wipe. And it's actually designed to teach kids to develop independent, healthy habits. The packaging is so cute. So the kids just love opening it up. And you can feel good about Yipes Wipes being safe for your kids because there's no parabens, petroleum, 99% plant-driven, hypoallergenic, the dermatologist tested, and it's made up of 98% water and it's plastic-free wipes. And it's the perfect on the go kind of wipe that you could have in your own individual lunchbox, backpack, sports, practice in the car. I mean, you name it. It's just so convenient to have and the kids love them.
1: I love that these wipes are safe. And you know why they are? Because it was started by a mom. She developed these Yipes wipes to embrace the messy side of growing up and who better the moms to understand how necessary wipes are so messes are a way to learn and grow and have fun so we've been loving these so if you want to try them go to yipes.com slash boomo for 20% off once again that's yipes.com slash boomo or just insert our code boomo at checkout for 20% off at yipes.com and yipes is y-i-p-e-s dot com The new school year means sleep challenges for both kids and their parents. Here's how Boron Homeopathic Sleep Aid Sleep Calm Kids can help. Sleep Calm Kids calms restless sleep without melatonin, so your child can fall asleep and stay asleep without feeling groggy the next day. It's a blend of plant-based and other pure active ingredients, and it helps restore a natural sleep pattern disturbed by upsets, excitement, and schedule changes. Simply squeeze a small pre measured liquid dose into the child's mouth, before bed or any time during the night for calming relief.
0: You know, this has actually been really helpful for me because Colette has had some night terrors lately. And this is very new for us. So Sleep Calm Kids is a homeopathic children's medicine that offers calming relief of occasional sleeplessness, restless sleep, um, irritability, nightmares, and night terrors. I didn't even know this was a thing until Colette started experiencing this herself. And Sleep Calm Kids uses a blend of plant-based and other pure active ingredients. Um, and so it just helped us a lot. It's also melatonin-free. So there's no next-day grogginess, drowsiness, or headaches, or nausea. So if you guys are interested in trying this out, highly recommend use code BUMO at checkout at boronusa.com for 20% off your first purchase of Sleep Calm kids at any Boron products. That's B-O-I-R-O-N-U-S-A dot com.
1: Hi guys, I'm Haley Hubbard, mom and wife to a country music star. And I'm Jess Diamond, registered dietitian, parent educator, and mom. And this is the Meaningful Living Podcast, here to make parenthood and life a little easier and a lot less lonely. We bring on all our favorite experts and friends and answer all your questions and ours to break it all down into the simple and reliable tools, tricks, and answers we get into the real side of it, parenthood, relationships, you name it. So join us every Monday at Meaningful Living. That's meaningful with two L's for conversations that will leave you feeling way more confident. It takes a village, and we can't wait for you to join ours. This is why I wanted to do this episode because when I was listening to my two mommy friends uh-huh. the, past two week, the past week, and the two of them, I know that they're passionate about the projects they're working on, but like, can't get through the the cross they can't get through the line of like it's just something I do it's not really like business worthy you know it's like like that negative self-talk and that like imposter syndrome you're talking about into like maybe I could sell 15 of these this month yeah right I mean it's not like we're gonna have hundreds and hundreds of sales yeah but maybe they can get 15 of them off their shelf and so I was like Chris needs to address this we need Chris to talk about this because you are one of the people that we are looking towards because you you've opened this gate, Mm -hmm. right? You're the one that tried it out. I'm sure you've made your mistakes and had your hurdles and challenges and have figured it out. And we, so many of us, look at you to be like, maybe I could do it. Maybe there is a small chance. And I'm
0: telling you guys right now that if you feel like there's a need for it because you need it yourself, Mm. most likely there is someone else out there that needs it. That's how I felt about Bumo, right? Mm. It's because like, I, I literally built Boom because I was like, I need this for myself. But I was like, well, if I need it, I'm sure there's other mothers, especially working mothers that need this concept as well, too. And truth be told, there was hundreds right? and hundreds, yeah. hundreds and thousands and th- all across the world. But that demand would have never existed until I showed up, right. until I put it out there, right. because these women are not going to speak up about it unless you show the need and Show that there is access. There is a, a way, way to solve this mm. problem, yeah. and so it doesn't have to be a boomo. It could be something as simple as a book. It could be as simple as a little cup product that yeah. could change the game. I met this woman in Singapore. She she has a company called Hagen. I think um, not distributed in the US, but it was. It, it's a, a cup product that goes from bottle all the way to adult. I actually she gave me the adult version, which is like like a cool screw on top but you could actually use that all throughout from like baby all up to kid to even adult and it was simply by her own need for something like this that she couldn't find on the market even with like hundreds of different options that she created this and Obviously, it was an overnight success. But I guess in China, it's like the biggest freaking bottle um, company. Uh -uh. And so, I mean, her goal now is to get into the States. But this is just an example of a mom who just had this idea, did something about it. And now there's a huge demand for it, right? And so, now that you guys understand that, no one is going to come to you for it. No one's going to be like, hey, do you want to write about this I mean you've been at home for the past however many years Mm -hmm. you have to create that for yourself and so the great news is that because of the internet you can expose yourself and your product to as many people as you want of course you know there might come some dollars with that with kind of ads and all of that but you can determine how many people see your product obviously you have to one, have a good product. Yeah. But two, also think of how you're going to market this product, mm-hmm. which is a whole different kind of episode or yeah. crash course, I guess you can yeah. say. But as long as you all you, you don't need anyone to start your business. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Because you have the internet. You have the the audience there. You just have to take the proper steps to mm-hmm. reach that audience. Yeah. And what better feeling is there… Then being able to wake up and have a purpose. Not, of course, we all have purpose with our kids. But at some point, you're going to want to start thinking for yourself as well. You know, as the kids get older. And to be able to wake up and be like, I have to go work on X, Y, and Z. And that gets you so excited and motivated and inspired. Um, There's really no better feeling than that. And I I think all moms deserve that. I think all, I think moms are creative. Like the most creative beings out there. Having to raise freaking kids—it
1: takes so much creativity and talent and yes. patience. And we've we've been growing. Something I feel like I've grown the most in this past decade is communication skills. Absolutely, like how to listen to a three-year-old who's having a crazy tantrum and like trying to calm myself down and understand and validate a mirror and respond. I mean, those are skill sets that, like, I'm sorry, our parents did not have. Our bo- most of our bosses don't have, and. We have definitely, by staying home, accumulated so many skill sets. So many skills. So many soft skill sets that I think are, are inc- important in the business world yeah. right now. And the business part, you will teach us. And then, <laughs> and, and, and I do feel so encouraged by, by 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 so many of these moms who have been home and now have like this new wind and want to create something, but are scared because they've never done it. And, you know, they feel insecure about it. Like... A friend of mine, because of everything that has been happening with all of the hate crimes, said that she was, you know how now we have a lot of books, right? That are more inclusive, right? But she wanted to shift that into puzzles, Uh right? Like kids these days have so many puzzles and we love puzzles and we purchase puzzles. And a lot of them are, you know, animals and mountains, but some of them are people or like faces. And she noticed that they weren't inclusive. So why Mm. not create a line of puzzles for children that could be more inclusive.
0: I love that. Isn't that an amazing idea? So
1: simple. So simple yet totally doable. Yeah. So so again like I do feel that there is like the, the juices are there but a lot of us maybe feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing these simple things or at least putting us in the mindset that it's possible. Yeah. That and we can do it.
0: Also just keep in mind that everyone feels inadequate. As I mentioned in the beginning yeah. that is totally okay mm. and you're never going to learn until you actually do it. Mm. And so I think a lot of people think that they have to know so much about business or they have to know so much about their industry. No, you don't need to know anything. Okay. I started a freaking childcare company. I don't know anything about <laughs> childcare, okay? You're trying to delegate the childcare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joe knows a thing or two, my business partner. Oh, that's another great advice is mm. finding a partner. Um, if you are afraid to do it on your own or you know that you for whatever reason time restraints or just capabilities are limited mm. then finding a partner is also a really really important step and that's yeah. what I did you're for you're really good
1: at working with people
0: oh I yeah. none of my businesses will kind of come to fruition mm. without partners for me mm. because I am such a creative and so for me I'm always kind of looking for my other half which mm. is not the creative part, but more of the operator, the day-to-day. Yeah. The people that will mm-hmm. actually move the product to mm-hmm. see it come to life. So what I was saying is that once you start doing and you start taking little baby tiny steps, you will realize that movement is so important. Mm-hmm. All you need to know is that you can move and you'll mm-hmm. make progress every single day. Just even by the smallest of steps, mm-hmm. you don't need to know anything else. That's, And you will figure it out as you go you will make mistakes that's part of it you learn um but i think the biggest biggest mistake and worst advice i could ever give anyone or have ever received is you have to be ready that's probably the worst advice because you will never be ready ever ever are you ready for the new back to school year Kind of-ish. Do you know what your kids are going to be eating for snacks? Every
1: day I have to think about this. Do you have any solutions? I mean,
0: yes. Once Upon a Farm. Tell me. I mean, you love Once Upon a Farm, right? Because we've tried it out for the kids and my kids love it. I I love that they have everything from baby food to kids' snacks, um, cold-pressed fruit and veggie pouches, dairy-free smoothies, overnight oats, plant-rich meals, and more. They have something for everyone in your family and it's made with whole farm fresh ingredients, no added sugar, concentrates, or anything artificial. So you can feel good about what your kids are eating. And on top of that, as a busy parent, we all know that there's one less. if there's one less thing that you can think about, you should sign up for it. So they do have their subscription offering, which is fully customizable, which is a real game changer for busy parents like us that have different kids of different ages and tastes and snacks and opinions (laughs) and they have a wide variety of blends or meals and you can switch it up before every delivery which is really really important for both my girls Um, so that's what we've been using and it's been wonderful
1: one of the reasons we keep coming back to once upon a farm is because their ingredients are freshly frozen to locking nutrients and flavor it's prepared in minutes Plus, you can serve them however your baby or your kid likes these days because they have blends with ton of nutrition
0: packed up in every little pouch. And you can find it at almost all retailers nationwide and online. So get started today and enjoy an additional 35% off your first subscription order by using code BUMO at onceponafarmorganics.com. That's onceponafarmorganics.com. So I've been testing out this French-inspired beauty supplement and skincare brand called Reservage. It supports and promotes beauty from the inside and out and outside in. Um, As you guys know, that when you feel good inside, it actually shows on the outside too. And I think so many times I try to fix things from the outside, but I still feel crappy on the inside. So I've been kind of redoing that whole situation by testing these products out. They have great supplements. I've actually been using their uh, two products specifically. One of them being a hand and foot cream. Um, I have very, very dry feet. um but it works guys not your average moisturizer can moisturize my feet and this one actually works and then their neck cream never in a million years did I ever think that my youthful self needed a neck cream but lo and behold I am starting to see some sagginess on my neck so I've been using that and that's been actually very incredible and with self-care As a starting point for Reservage, it is really redefining their approach to beauty with a holistic mindset, a purpose-filled vision, and product innovation driven by the evolving needs of women through every age and stage of their life.
1: Um, I've been trying, I I can't wait to try the the hand and foot lotion, but I've been trying their powder collagen. And I just feel good that I'm doing something for myself every day. It comes in like a, a little pack, you open it, and you just... Have the powder, and it's just like a daily dose of collagen peptides. And I think and I really believe that it's helping and revitalizing my skin with nutrients. So, if you guys want to try it, and we think you should, get 30% off your product order at reservage.com with code BOOMO30. Again, that's BOOMO30 for 30% off your first product order on Reservage. Let's end with best and worst advice you've received as like a young entrepreneur, Mm. like what was, what was advice? I'm assuming when you were starting, you were seeking advice Mm -hmm. and you're like, and this advice did help you. And this advice definitely did. And like, maybe you just mentioned one, right? Like, somebody like this whole concept of being ready yeah. is is
0: probably something. It's kind of like kids, right? You're never ready. We're never you just ready do for it. motherhood. Same thing with business. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities yeah, Except for business, business. There's like
1: a chance of you losing money, which is like a little, you know, there's yeah. that piece to think about, right? Like actual investment. Yeah. But, okay. Best and worst advice that you've received as like a young entrepreneur.
0: I think another worst advice, I'll end it on a good note. So starting off with the worst advice is you're doing too much. And mm-hmm. focus on one thing.
1: Okay. What do you mean?
0: I always, I, I always believed that I was a serial entre- entrepreneur. So I always believed that I could do a lot. On my own, probably not. And that's why I have a lot of business partners. But I was so conditioned to think because I got this advice from someone that I actually admired. That I had to quit everything else in order for me to pursue this one thing. Because I was just doing too much. Oh, yeah. And I actually don't believe in that. I think everyone can… I think every business or everything that you do needs the focus time that it deserves for it to come to light. But for you to only be able to do one thing or stay in one lane is absolutely false. Mm. I think what you start off with doesn't necessarily mean that that you're going to end up with, right? I, for example, I started off as a fashion blogger. Mm. Now, does that mean that all I'm going to do is creating content for the rest of my life because that's what I'm good at? No. I could start a chocolate company. Mm. I could start a fragrance company. I could do whatever I want. Right? But of course, with, you know, uh, a proper business setup, with the proper timing of things, not all at once. Mm. I understand that. But you never want to limit yourself to just one thing because that's what you think that you're conditioned to do. Mm. And so that was probably the worst advice I've ever Mm. gotten. Because for a long time, I was always questioning myself, am I doing too much? Is it too much? Do I have to quit content creating so I could focus on this business so this business can thrive, you know?
1: And the the solution to that was the business partners.
0: For me, it was the business partners. And then like like you say, the
1: timing. timing I think
0: I hands down to people… ...that are solo entrepreneurs, that are solo business owners... ...because that's something that I personally could never do. There are people out there that are built for that. But I knew myself well enough that I wasn't built for that. So uh, with everything that I do, I always bring in a partner. Mm. Even with my content business. I have Lauren who handles kind of all the business side to that. And is it less money for me? Yeah, it is. But for me, it's sanity. It allows me to do many other things... I thrive off of doing a lot of things. Mm. I think some people, this might not be it for them. Maybe for them, they only want to focus on one thing. So please ignore this advice. But for people (laughs) like me who just get a lot of energy from lots of different things, that's okay. Mm. And that's normal. Like for instance, you're a podcaster. But let's say that you want to go, I don't know, back into acting or back to K-pop stardom Mm. (laughs) or… I just No thanks on that one. (laughs) or start another company that had nothing to do with motherhood right that's okay too that's yes it is okay and that's and that
1: is what I'm learning from you yeah and that is what I am gathering you know spending this year with you god you have so much information like you have so much to offer oh it's incredible what you have built and the amount of knowledge you have and You make it happen. Like there are so many people who have all these ideas Mm -hmm. and start. But like you have found a way to see a project come to fruition and continue being consistent.
0: And that's incredible. Thank you. But also keep in mind that I have a lot of ideas that don't come to fruition. So out of like one out of, I don't know, let's say like 50. I have so many ideas that I want to do. A lot of them just die, Mm -hmm. right? Because again… They, one, just didn't work out, or two, they quote-unquote failed, or three, they just, like, just took up too much time, so I gave it up. So you have to give yourself that grace, too. If one Mm -hmm. thing doesn't work out, that's okay. Move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, And I think so many of us are so hard on ourselves and sometimes embarrassed that something didn't work out, that they're like, oh, no, I'm just going to go back and, like, do what I usually do. No, that's Even though part you've of evolved it. out of it. Yeah. Exactly. You will always evolve out of whatever it is that is. And I think that's probably my best advice is that you're failing forward. Mm. Is that no matter what you do, even if it doesn't quote unquote become a success, whatever success looks like to you, you're at least still moving forward. Because from those experiences, from those businesses that you started that never saw the light of day… You learn something from it and you could take it to the next one. And so I think that's the best advice that I could give you guys is that you might have this amazing idea in your head and you put it out in the public and it just doesn't pick up. <laughs> Wall well, right. People are like, oh, okay, okay. nice, good try. Yeah. And you keep pushing, you keep pushing and it yeah. still doesn't happen. Mm. And you're like, damn it, Chriselle, like... <laughs> I tried. Your
1: advice sucks. Your advice (laughs) sucks.
0: I built the community. Uh I had my big dreams. I got excited. And I just, it just didn't work out. But you have to remember that this is all a process. Mm. And so that one idea might bring you to your next idea. And to have the flexibility. And you have to be flexible. That's another really good Mm. one is you have to have that flexibility and be nimble. And just Mm. be able to like kind of move wherever... It takes you and be okay that it's not the original idea. The original Boomo concept Mm. is completely different from what it is now. Yeah, completely different. Okay. In the beginning, was I even
1: more inspiring? A little
0: upset because Mm -hmm. it wasn't my initial idea. Yeah, I was like, this is not why I started Mm Boomo. Like, this is not exactly what I imagined it to be. Mm. But now it serves more people. It's gotten to a place where a lot of people have access to it, and. Originally, I just wanted like these fancy locations with the work concept for working parents so they could drop off their kids and have like that work life balance, right? That was a great start. Obviously, the pandemic hit, and oh, then yeah. so we had to pivot to online, which was Boomo Brain. Mm-hmm. And I struggled a lot with that because I was like, I never started Boomo mm-hmm. thinking that I would be running a Online educational platform.
1: Okay. I see Even though saying.
0: it was a great platform for me, it kind of destroyed me in a sense where I was like, this is, this was not part of my plan, mm, you know? So
1: then, how did you.
0: Well, the pandemic, not yeah. that it's over, but it, it normalized and, uh, Boomo Brain still exists, but it's not like our number one kind of, uh, product per se. But now it's Boomo Care, which is pretty much, I, I call it. Child care, like uber child care uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so right now we're working on more locations but we are looking to just take over any spots like any child care spot it could be a church it could be preschools it could be like at a gym location with the child care any location mm-hmm. and we offer our bimo care service there so it doesn't have all the fancy bells and whistles of BUMO work, which is the work lounge and aesthetically like beautiful, calming pal- color palette mm-hmm. and the light wood and the yeah. Scandinavian furniture. It doesn't have any of that, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, we realize that our mission has always been to support more parents mm-hmm. and have accessible childcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they're working or not even okay. stay-at-home mom just need that three-hour two-hour break to yeah. be able to go run their errands or to like I don't know take a nap whatever yeah. it is and so it pivoted a lot from the original concept that I had mm-hmm. but it's much more it's much larger now mm-hmm. and it reaches more parents mm-hmm. and more parents have access to because it it's so much more affordable mm-hmm. and so you know I
1: I love that you're sharing that with us that's like actually happening something that happened with you and your company yeah and you are showing us how we need to stay flexible yeah um and how it can still be okay like you can make it work as long as you can work within it
0: yeah and okay. so having the initial idea is so important though yeah. because that is kind of where it stems from right so that is a core and so i never ever underestimate the initial idea that I had. Because it was something that drove me to get it started, right? And then it kind of branched off into its own kind of little, you know, life of its own. But I think that's another great advice for parents, as you mentioned, is just flexibility. Mm -hmm. Getting started with your initial concept. But if that initial concept doesn't work, it's okay. You can pivot and be flexible and be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's a different story if you absolutely hate what it's pivoted into then yeah. you have to really reevaluate if you want to still continue to do it right but if it's something that still gets you excited and something that you really see a future in mm-hmm. then yeah be flexible you don't have mm-hmm. to be so stuck on one idea
1: i love that i love yeah. that you're sharing that that's important because sometimes we don't see the the behind of what's happening with, yeah with the actual business yeah i think that's encouraging okay well i i I think we got like a good picture on just how to start a small business. If you have an idea that's been bubbling in your head mm-hmm. or you actually have half of the concept out and you're trying to figure out like, what should I be doing with this sippy cup or whatever you're yeah. saying or just have, or like the puzzles that are more inclusive. Like, I think, I think there's like, there's a chance yeah. like you can put it to market and see what happens.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. You know what we should do? We should Ooh. actually ask because I'm sure there's a lot of moms out there that mm-hmm. are listening that have business ideas. Mm-hmm. We should do like not that I'm Shark Tank at all. Why not? But why don't why don't we have these moms message us, sure. uh-huh. DM us with their business ideas mm-hmm. and maybe I could uh read that business idea and then give them what I would do mm-hmm. if I were them, like the first few actionable steps. Okay. Because obviously I would want to help all of you guys, but that's gonna be hard. But if there's a way for me to be able to help somebody in our community uh, with actionable steps.
1: Okay, you guys heard it right here. Yeah. Chris is offering consulting services pretty much. <laughs> so if you guys are wanting to start or have started, but you're yeah. kind of stuck in a right, like yeah. you're only like, you know, maybe you, you wish to sell 50 floral arrangements and you're only at 10 and just need like something creative yeah. to help you with marketing or whatever, DM Chris or DM me. Yeah, And, and we'll... And we'll try to
0: help you guys out. Maybe we'll do an, another episode on just like the DMs that we're getting. Not just okay. for this, but for like everything in general. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, we haven't that. done that in a yeah, while. Like, like a Q&A, a Q&A type a. of thing. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we'll do a Q&A with the follow-up for this episode okay. for the business ideas.
1: Okay. That Amazing. would be so helpful. I mean, seriously, like it's, it's incredible when I hear some moms talk and the, just the creativity and the passion that exists and the potential that exists. A lot of these moms are they also do really well like they're they 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 have space you know and they just need encouragement and they need somebody to like hold their hand a little bit at the beginning
0: well we're keeping you guys accountable Mm. whatever business idea you have in your head hold that thought Mm. and we're going to keep you accountable we want to see you thrive we want to see you take the next steps so we're excited so DM for you. Us. DM us. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. This is one of my absolute favorite topics to talk about. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumobrain on Instagram.